It's a new year filled with new possibilities, but one thing is always true for the person who calls him or herself a Christian. We are to praise God and serve humanity. This week on Wonderfully Weird Living with Pastor Drake, we'll learn that through the wonderfully weird commands of Christ found in the Gospels, we are equipped to do just that, praise God and serve humanity. Drake Hunter is senior pastor at Elevating Life Church in Fort Morgan, Colorado, founder of the nonprofit Four Dimensional Living, as well as the author of three books, including his latest, Wonderfully Weird. Now, this week's edition of Wonderfully Weird Living with Pastor Drake Hunter. We do welcome you back once again to Wonderfully Weird Living with Pastor Drake Hunter. I'm John Waters, your host. Drake, it's a brand new year full of brand new possibilities as we move out of 2020 into 2021. What an exciting prospect. Yes, Happy New Year's. And I am thrilled uh, to be here in the new year because uh, exactly what you just said, the possibilities are unlimited. So uh, exciting year coming uh, in front of us, if you will. Well, and, you know, we hear people all the time talking about how bad 2020 was and, you know, how bad is 2021 going to be? And uh, unfortunately, uh, people with the PP problem, as you like to talk about. That's right. Yes. And, you know, it's interesting because I picked up my granddaughter last, uh, just uh, last, uh, last night. Good night. Time goes by quick. Uh, But as we're driving back from the airport, we were talking about, and obviously somebody, she's only seven, so they're talking about how they can't wait for 2020 to be over. Well, we we have a different perspective in the Christian uh, understanding. You know, God is. And we have to enjoy every moment uh, of every day. And and that's who we are, and we are to reflect that. We're not trying to get rid of anything uh, in the sense of, you know, surviving something. We are to thrive uh, in the glory of God at all times. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm excited to be here in 2021, but 2020 gave so many different opportunities to be creative and to truly develop uh, who we are uh, in the sense of troubled times. And, And sometimes that's exactly what you need is suffering in the name of uh, service, if you will. Now, we don't want suffering in the name of, you know, hurt and pain and all that. But we know this Jesus suffered for the sake of of service, and that's exactly what we're about. And and so, yes, uh, 2020 is behind us, and now we sit in 2021. So instead of focusing on problems, yes, we focus on purpose, which leads us into what we wanted to talk about today, and that is the purpose of wonderfully weird living. Yes, and, and you know, the the purpose is the reason we do what we do. And we're going to share that today. That's going to be part of our, you know, uh, it's going to be a lot of our, most of our time today. And, and then ending uh, with, you know, what is wonderfully weird success? Well, you got to know your purpose before you can uh, get to that vision, if you will. And don't forget, where there's no vision, people perish. So we have to have a vision. So what a perfect week, uh, the beginning week of the year to really uh, established purpose and also a, a little vision to go with that. So our our general purpose here with the program, Drake, as you have outlined it, is very simply 
to praise God and to serve humanity. So let's talk about those a little bit and and what you mean through those. It's that simple, John, if you think about it. Two, uh, you know, let's say aspects, uh, we can say perspective too, but there's two sides, you know. We praise God through, first and foremost, staying connected and centered, uh, let's say, in His goodness, on His goodness, or through His perspective. Now, we have to understand this, that aspect of, of God's goodness or our what we do in the sense of our faith, praise God, is our ultimate belief. We have to understand that because I think oftentimes our ultimate belief as Christians sometimes fall falls in, uh, let's say, the, the sinner's world, which I get, we are all sinners, but we need to understand that's not where our faith begins. Our faith begins all the way back in Genesis 1 where uh, we read uh, excuse me, we read the Father's account of, you know, creation, his ultimate goodness. And he ends verse 1 with everything is very good. We have to understand this, folks, that our faith begins with the ultimate goodness of God, and that's his creation. We're creationists. I have no problem saying that, John. Right, me either. And, and so uh, we have to understand that's done by uh, with design with God and each other. So we praise God through staying connected and centered on his goodness. And then, of course, we, we serve people, humanity, by helping them understand their likeness of God and who they are, and their role and responsibility of expressing, let's say, the image of God through their life, both, again, and who they are and what they do. Does that make make sense? It does. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say then, so when we look at that general purpose to praise God and to serve humanity, if we keep our focus on that, then the problems just become little molehills rather than the mountains that we try to make them into. Yeah, praising God and serving humanity in the sense of that goodness, if you think about it, that's our focus. And whatever we focus on magnifies. So we're focused on God's purpose. And of course, his purpose can be seen in us. And when we stay focused, we're magnified. I mean, we're so centered on that. Uh, we then will be fruitful and multiply as Genesis uh, shares. And so, so important. And what happens, though, is in our, let's say, in our own selfishness, without realizing it, uh, our intent might be right, uh, our motives, in, you know, going in the right direction and all that. But often we get off-centered because we get lost in, let's say, the perversion of that goodness, which is the fall, uh, you know, in theology. We understand that that's where we live, but when we call ourselves a Christian, we focus on praising God and serving humanity, uh, then uh, we must not fall into the problem of all of that. And I speak with many Christians, John, and all they can speak of is problems and all they're doing is problem solving in the sense of trying to resolve their problems so they can get to let's say a state of balance or perhaps uh, getting equaled out but that's not our purpose in this world it's to truly get back to God's goodness and cultivate 
goodness in a way that's going to benefit self, others, and of course, uh, the entire bigger picture. As we say at Elevating Life Church, it's not about me, it's not about you, it's about the bigger picture. And so, yes, uh, we, we, we have to be centered on God's purpose and not get lost in our problems. Now, we do need to learn how to embrace those problems so that then we can resolve them. But resolve comes with the spirit of meekness, which we know with the command of Christ, follow me. If we're properly following Jesus with that proper good perspective of God the Father, then what's going to happen is we're going to develop our character where we are now the reflection, the expression of, let's say, God's righteousness and his love. And when we can do that, meekness is that reality. And then we get to do, uh, we get to resolve those problems in the, with the spirit of resolve, meaning we don't get angry and upset. What we do is we use patience, if you will, and we've got to learn what that is. And then we have the ability to truly go get through those problems, uh, troubles, uh, and all, everything that, that is, you know, misery, if you will. We get to get through those troubles without getting angry or upset. John, why are so many people angry? Yeah, the great question. <laughs> you know, because uh, if we are in, uh, if we're fulfilling that purpose, let's say, and we're in God's, and we're praising God, and we're serving humanity the way Christ served, uh, as, as he shares, and as we see Christ serving, uh, anger shouldn't even be part of our our makeup, our vocabulary. Now, when I say that, I know I'm, I'm talking about a hot-tempered person. Rage. As the rage. Uh, you know, anger for God is his consequences and, you know, uh, those uh, the curse that you live in. We, we experience that when we step out of God's purpose because that's the only thing that can be expressed outside of his blessings. It's his curse. Or we can say the consequences of not truly putting like these commands in place with that perspective in place. It's a curse. That's his anger rather than, uh, let's say, a feeling, emotion, or a mood, mm-hmm. uh, even though we sense it. But we have to understand it's different than our anger. And so we need to learn how to have patience through, of course, God's love that then helps us live uh, righteously, if you will. And, uh, and that's to live right, not to be right. Right. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, that, that, generally speaking, that is, uh, let's say, the, the purpose of our faith. Again, to praise God and to serve humanity. Well, and that brings to mind a word that we love, uh, that we use a lot, and that's the word with. Be with God and with others, uh, especially other like-minded people who can help you to learn and to grow and, and edify each other. Yeah, that you know, we praise God through staying connected. That word connected is, goes right along with the word with, the preposition with. Mm-hmm. And how important, because so many people uh, believe living under God is uh, the purpose of the faith. No, think about that. Go back to, to the great commandment. Jesus said to uh, live with, or excuse me, to love God with mm-hmm. all of your heart, not under God. God wants to be your friend. God truly wants you to serve in a way that you're with him and others, pe- other people so that we can together 
That, that's part of connectiveness too, is togetherness, bonding together so that we can cultivate that goodness now and for all eternity. Uh, I think a lot of people believe once we take our last breath here, we are birthed into eternity as Christians. We're going to be sitting uh, on, on you know, a cloud listening to angels play their harps. It's just not going to be that way. It's just going to be an extension of this time. And so through uh, this time that we have cultivating and, and truly praising God and again serving that humanity, then we, we, we take our last breath. We're birth into eternity and that's carried on for all eternity and you know for it, it uh, what is it called infinity and beyond as <laughs> as as they say in tor- a tour story <laughs> i can say it toy story uh, you can see my granddaughters with me i get all of these uh, <laughs> these wonderful examples through uh, these stories but uh, yes uh, absolutely with 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 uh, i want to be with my wife. I want to be with you, John. I want to be with the people that that uh, we're doing ministry together rather than under or over or taking from or using them up. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense. So, folks, if you're listening, boy, a uh, good time just to kind of reflect on that little word there, with, so that you can connect with God and with others in a way that's going to truly benefit you and others in a way that's going to help you reach your potential in that goodness. I hope that makes sense. It sounded good, but... (laughs) Well, early in the program here today, Drake, you used the word success and that wonderfully weird success. And uh, let's talk about that a little bit, because I know that that is really uh, your hope for every single episode of this program is to help Christians to achieve quote unquote success in their life. That's right. You know, that's the theme of our program, if you will, this entire year. We'll never get off. We want Christians to be a success through of course, uh, God, through his perspective, let's say, through that character uh, development that we uh, we develop through the commands, the wonderfully weird commands of Christ, that then, of course, gives us the results, and that's the fruits of the Spirit. Now, under, we understand this as a Christian. Success is producing or yielding to God's fruit, both in who you are and what you do. And this is so important that we understand, let's say, this antithesis, because if not, we'll fall into the trap. Uh, we'll, we'll be one-sided and going, well, I, I have Jesus in me, and that's great. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm developing who I am. But don't forget, we communicate, we express through word and deed. We develop ourselves through that perspective, through uh, the character of Jesus, and then to develop the fruit. But then we must do. We must work. Uh, We must put effort towards it. Seek God's kingdom is one of the commands of Christ, so that then we can produce, yes, uh, the abstracts, Uh, abstract things of of this world like uh, values and things that are significant that you can't really grab onto. But at the same time, we use those values and that knowledge and those abilities to do something so that then we can bless others, uh, other people with exactly uh, what we do, not only as as an individual, but collectively. 
comes back to something that James, the Apostle James, said in the book of James. You say you have faith. That's great. But show me your faith through what you do. Yeah, that's right. We all know this, too. What we do cannot get us to heaven. Right. However, think about it, folks. Uh, You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Your perspective is now changed. You're developing and, and cultivating your character. And now everything you do should be an expression of uh, that success that we're talking about or the fruits of the spirit and and yes you have to develop and grow we start as immature christians but then we develop and we cultivate through the way of jesus so that then we can truly be the expression and exactly what james says that then what we do will glorify god Uh, because uh, we think uh, many people many christians who perhaps are naive they continue to work like like their salvation is, you know, on the line. Well, the only time your salvation is on the line is when you're not justified, when you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Or can I put it this way? When you haven't been, when your soul has not been impregnated uh, by the Spirit of God, which comes through uh, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yeah, exactly. So through this year, uh, one of the uh, hopes uh, in success is to help Christians become a better version of who they are in God's goodness and what they do in their Christ-like character. Directly out of Genesis 1. Uh, you know, uh, we have to understand that we're created in God's likeness, and our responsibility, again, is to uh, be that expression or that picture of God. We, we say the image of God there. You know, I have a beautiful little picture of my granddaughter, and, and she's on my mind. I, I hope you guys don't mind me sharing her. <laughs> she's just the apple of my eye. But I have a beautiful little picture of her, and uh, I see her every day in that picture. Here's the problem, though. That in itself is not my granddaughter. Right. But it is an expression or, let's say, a picture of my granddaughter. And when I see that picture, it lights up my soul when I look at it when she's absent, when she's not around. And so, uh, but we got to make sure. I've asked many people, this is my coaching room, John, mm-hmm. is that my granddaughter? They said, absolutely. Yes, that's your granddaughter. No, it's not. It's a piece of paper with a bunch of ink on it that is reflecting the image of my granddaughter. Well, let's go back to our faith. We have to understand that, is that God? No, I'm not God. But when people see you in the sense of what you say and what you do and, and who you are and all of that, then do they see that? image of God. No, we're not God. But through how they experience you and how they see you, boy, they will see a picture of God. And that's up to you, but you've got to get your uh, priorities right. You, you got you to get Jesus into your heart if you're listening. Uh, once you do that, then we, we actually mature. And as we mature, that picture, that image of God will become clearer and clearer with anyone. I mean anyone who experienced you no matter what. And it comes out in what we do then. Yeah, absolutely in what we do. And, you know, we've done a lot of things, John, uh, practically speaking, and we do things like the radio show here and all that. Well, our goal is through this time that that God is reflected. We praise God. 
through through what we do and so that's exactly what it's about and and of course we have wonderful people in our church i think of uh we have a, a person by the name of jesse estrada he's a contractor he builds homes he's a man of god and when when he's no longer in the picture but you go and you experience let's say the homes he builds you see the image of god through what he has done Mm -hmm. so practically speaking uh it, it works as well because oftentimes i think we get so foggy with that no we have a responsibility on both sides with the thought ideas and values and all of that but at the same time that image must come across in what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Something else that is a hope for every episode of this program this year is that we help people connect with God and other like-minded people. Another word for, we used that word already in the show, but uh, I think of bonding. You know, uh, we want to help people bond with God. And for some reason, John, I always think of Gorilla Glue here. I love that <laughs> stuff because it's so bonding. You right. use it, uh, and you just can't, you know, use it with wood and all that. But it's a bonding agent, and and that's that's who we are to be. First and foremost, God is our bonding agent, of course. But then when we connect with others, we need to connect uh, through that goodness of of God, so that we can truly. Uh, not allow anything to pull us apart no matter what and so once we understand that uh that that connecting point or to connect with god and other like-minded people uh my goodness life is wonderful because people uh they have your back right when mm-hmm. we see people in their goodness let's talk about a little bit about that pp problem again I, i'm i'm not going to spend a lot of time but do i see that person in their problems or in their purpose well when i see them in their purpose and i have discernment and i can discern their character and trust and all that uh you can bring them in you can discern bring them in and uh you have a relationship that's based on purpose not problems Wow, that's the kind of connection I want with God. We trust God with all of our heart and not lean on to our own understanding. But then you develop and grow together, and that bonding with others is so meaningful. Uh, Then you don't have, let's say, splits or division and conflict because uh, it's it's done properly in the sense of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, of course, that's what we baptize people uh, with uh, the the Trinity, if you will, in every moment uh, of every day of our life. So that's what we're all about. And then, of course, uh, let's see. That's that's connecting. Right. Uh, and so we got to understand connecting is our responsibility with God and, and each other. Then another hope of ours for this program is to help Christians to develop spiritually through what we like to call UTI. UTI. I I always give you credit, John, because you're so creative here. But we have basically as human beings, as we're serving humans, we need to understand this. Three spiritual needs, ultimately, let's say. Uh, That's understanding, togetherness, and of course, influence. And we do everything we can to understand each other. We do all we can to understand uh, God the best we can with the tools that we have and with the people in our lives. And, of course, togetherness. We talked a lot about this today. That's just, again, going back to uh, being connected with God and bonding with others. Togetherness. We need that reality. It's a need. If we don't have togetherness 
meaning if we don't pay attention together, if we don't feel good together, if we don't understand uh, together and or have rhythm together, life is miserable. So we, 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 we want to fulfill that need. Uh, that's our hope with this program. Of course, influence. Another word for influence is leadership. Now, uh, we've kind of turned influence into a cuss word in our day and age, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have to understand, uh, yes, there is a world influence, but don't ever forget that there's a God influence. And when Amen. we lean into the purpose of God, into his goodness, then we're going to influence and truly coach, let's say, and, 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 and let's say guide people through that influence of goodness so that we can get people to to that goodness and then when they're there they've accepted god uh, as their let's say perspective and then they're building their character through the commands the wonderfully weird commands of christ then what we do is that we influence people to reach their very best goodness together with god and everything that we're about and with goodness that comes right back to where we started today with god's goodness God's goodness. Uh, it's our ultimate belief. And if we, uh, if we, let's say, if, if we, again, focus on the brokenness in all of our problems, uh, we're in trouble. But our purpose is to focus on God's goodness. That's our ultimate belief, Christian, is God's goodness that we read. Let me say it again as uh, we start it, as we read in Genesis 1. 31, everything God created, everything, the heavens and earth, everything, including you and I, we are created in his purpose. Not Absolutely. Ours. Absolutely. So as we move into 2021 here, uh, our ultimate goal, as we said, is for every Christian that listens to this program to reach success, to achieve success throughout the year through uh, that, those hopes that we outlined. Absolutely. And again, uh, you know, just, let's just, as we're wrapping up things here, let me just say it again. Our purpose is to assist people and how to, to be discerning so they can connect with other people who are like-minded in faith, meaning they can quickly identify safe and dependable people in uh, their faith in this life. Those, that's our purpose. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lost for words, but at the same time, I don't know how else to say it, John. Yeah. I, I mean, that is just our purpose, to praise God and to serve humanity. Absolutely. So uh, with that being said, Drake, uh, we certainly want to uh, wish success on uh, on everyone who's listening in here in 2021 and uh, to uh, help to focus on that purpose and not on the problems like we did in 2020. And we'll embrace the problems together, and uh, we'll get the distractions out of the way so we can get back to that purpose as quick as we can. All right. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. And once again, as always, thank you for listening in to Wonderfully Weird Living. For Pastor Drake, I'm John Waters. Thank you for joining us once again this week. If you would like to learn more or have any questions or comments, please feel free to email Pastor Drake at wonderfullyweirdliving at gmail.com. To obtain your own copy of the book, Wonderfully Weird, 
please log on to www.wonderfullyweirdliving.com and click on the button that says, Buy the Book. Now, for Pastor Drake Hunter, I'm John Waters wishing you a wonderfully weird week.